Stop tolerating bullshit in your relationship. Do you want to know how? Welcome to the Love of Those Fuck Show with Sherry Yazzie. I am a plus-size indigenous woman in a world that tells me not to love myself. I fucking do. Here's how I do it. For more on how to defuck yourself, love yourself, and my emotional resiliency magnifying, life-transforming mindset hacks and self-care tools that you need to know now in order to transform your life and be happy as fuck, go to BeLovableAF.com. That's B-E-L-O-V-E-A-B-L-E-A-F.com. So today, let's talk about stop tolerating bullshit. If you're doing it, you know who you are, right? And as women, let's be real. On some level, most of us are tolerating bullshit on some in some place, at our jobs, at our business, <clears throat> with our families, with our friends, with our partners, all the way down to the fact that some of our pants don't have fucking pockets in, right? We have shit to carry too. <laughs> like all of it. And I rolled out of bed. So for those of you on the podcast, you can't see me. I just barely rolled out of bed with this. I had recorded this episode and I knew I had this message I needed to share. So I roll out of bed and normally, right, like I comb my hair, I try to look nice. And I was like, hey, that's bullshit too. I can just roll out of bed like a fella and get on the, <laughs> the thing and do the podcast. So here I am, <laughs> the mom cast. So for you on the video, you know, you'll appreciate the hair on top of my head and uh, <laughs> just the, I'm out of bed. I did put on a shirt for you guys, so. Okay, <laughs> so, um, bullshit, let's talk about it. Why? Why do we tolerate bullshit? And this is what I thought, is I'll just tell you a story about me and why I tolerated bullshit. And if you see yourself in it, cool. So the reason I tolerated bullshit from all kinds of places, right, was because I was so scared of not <clears throat> being loved, my everything, everything I did was like, do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? Is this enough? Am I enough? Am I okay? Like everything I was doing, that's what was underneath. That was, the, I mean, like, obviously I didn't walk around saying that, but that was the underneath question I was asking everybody. People I just met, people I was doing work for, my husband, my son, all the time. And why was I doing that? Well, because I didn't love me and I didn't feel worthwhile. And I definitely didn't feel okay over here inside myself unless somebody else said I was okay, right? And so I was continually looking for this. And right, when you do that, when you give away all your power, it's really, really like a logical thing that you tend to deal with bullshit and you tolerate it and you sell out, right? I did totally. So for me, what I got really clear about was I was just so scared that my husband would leave me. I was so terrified that he would go somewhere. I was scared about that my body wasn't pretty enough, good enough, and he'd find some like younger, thinner woman. I obsessed about other women. I was so jealous and so like caught up in in the fear of that, of, of just not being good enough. And I would oh, like not being blonde enough. Like I have black hair and I'm an indigenous woman. And that was there for me, not being blonde enough. Like I obsessed about it. I obsessed about my body. I did so much of our relationship because I wanted just to make it so it would be super easy so he would stay. So he would just stay, right? Which in turn, definitely I tolerated a fuckload of bullshit that I didn't need to tolerate because I was so scared that he would leave. And was this his fault? Was this him? No. Did he benefit from it? I mean, maybe. But ultimately, 
it was my fear that drove me. It was my fear that drove me to obsess. It was my fear that drove me to keep doing that system. And and it was painful, right? It wasn't just like <clears throat> in my relationship, um, you know, like it was, it was good. It wasn't. I was miserable. I was miserable in here. I was miserable in my head. I was miserable in my heart. I was miserable, right? And I was trying not to be, right? Because I had a good man. And, but I was so, I was hurting so much and I was craving so much love that I will tell you, I actually wasn't even letting in. Because this was, it wasn't just with my husband. I was terrified that when my son got older, he would grow up and he would want to leave me too because everybody left me. This fear of abandonment was like overwhelming my whole life. And here's the thing, the fear of, the fear of abandonment and the lack of feeling worthwhile and lovable were actually creating the patterns that were pushing people closest to me away. Like, I want you to get that. It was for me, I truly was doing everything I knew how to do, but I was actually pushing people away. I was actually pushing people away to not get what I actually wanted. I wanted to be loved so badly. And yet I kept having these patterns where I just wouldn't accept it. And I just, how could I, if I don't love myself, how can I accept your love for me? And this isn't uh, something to try to like make you feel guilty. This was my story. I honestly was, I was actively pushing away their love. They were showing up for me. I couldn't see it. I wasn't there for it. I was not available for it, even though it's what I wanted so desperately because my belief kept me trapped and my actions sprung from my belief. So this is how it's always worked for me is my beliefs then, um, uh, sorry, my beliefs, go through and help. Uh, ah, my beliefs lead to my thoughts. There we go. Regular thoughts that I think on a regular basis. And my those thoughts lead to my feelings. And those feelings lead to actions or inactions. And so inevitably, this whole pattern was happening. And one day I just decided, no, I'm not doing that anymore. I am going to find a way to change this. I don't want to live the rest of my life like this, miserable. And I definitely was clear that I was going to lose my son, my husband, and possibly my son. Like, I was really clear, like, where we were was our marriage was not going well. And so I decided. And I mean, part of it, too, was for my son, right? I didn't want him to have be a child of divorce. But I wanted him to... I mean, like, that was part of my reasoning there, right? Was I had a good man, and I, I what was I doing, right? Now... At the time though, sometimes it did look like it was him. If he would just fix his bullshit, if he would just show up like this, if he would just love me the way I needed, if he would just, if he would just, if he would just, and that right there is a horrible pattern where I have no power. I have no power what he does. He's out there in the house. That's why I'm pointing that direction. I have no power in what he does, what he says, how he shows up for me at all. I can make requests. I can talk about what I need. I can show up for myself the way that I fucking need so that when he shows up for me, it's just a cherry on top of an already beautiful Sunday. And that right there was the key. That, that, me giving me what I needed. So a lot of people talk about, okay, well, love yourself. It's the key. Love is the medicine. And, 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 I'm talking about showing up for yourself the way that you want someone to show up for you, right? Because I didn't know at the time that it was even possible. But as I went on my journey, 
what happened was I unfucked my beliefs. That was like a huge thing for me. I started loving the fuck out of myself. I started showing up for me and giving myself the love and security that I was always craving. I was no longer asking everybody and their dog if I was okay. I knew I was okay. I had taken back my power. I had grabbed it. It was mine and it is mine. No one else can take it from me. And when I started to give myself that love and security, it changed my relationship because I no longer needed all the time. I could request, I could talk about what kind of relationship I wanted, what kind of man I wanted to be with. And I could get clear on these things that I wanted. What, what bullshit I was tolerating and what I wasn't willing to do anymore. And I raised my own standards of how I treated myself. I became important to me. And in becoming important to me, I was able to let it in and be important to my husband. I was able to let it in and be important to my son. I was able to let in their love and their care because I love and care for myself. And it was a beautiful transformation. My husband now was like, he sent me this um, um, text the other day that he appreciates my all my honesty and my brown skin. <laughs> and he, you know, he talks about that God provided for him in the form of me like that. What a beautiful thing for someone to say. My son gets on his phone and checks out my podcast to make sure it's still up. And then he, he tells me, you're doing a real good job. <laughs> like the, this love that I have accepted and because I loved myself has shifted my whole life, right? The, and it naturally raised my standards because I don't tolerate bullshit. It's not what I'm here for. And if people are, if that's what they want to do is dish out a lot of bullshit, then they generally have tended to fall out of my life, away from me. So the people that are around me, they love me. They think I'm wonderful because I think I'm wonderful. Like, and this sounds almost simplified, but it's not. Let's be real. Reprogramming those beliefs, finding a way to actually show up and love yourself, like in a real way, a real meaningful way, that's not bullshit, that's not built on something that you have to do a whole bunch of things to manage, that you just wake up that way, that right there is the magic. And how do you do that? For me, it took a long time and a lot of falling down and a lot of getting fucked up. And trying all kinds of modalities, you know, events, books, um, therapy, group therapy, groups, um, courses, all kinds of things, right? It wasn't until I actually started reprogramming my beliefs. And there's several ways that you can reprogram your beliefs. But for me, I created this system from that is like based out of what took me years and put it down into 30 days. Because... People talk a lot about loving yourself, right? And here's the thing. Yes, you can practice. You can say loving things to yourself in the mirror. Absolutely. Any little bit helps. The way I think about it is like this. One person I read a long time ago, back when I was like, Miss, I need to lose weight all the time. I was reading up on, I don't know, all these tips on how to lose weight, right? Because then I would be loved. Okay, so <laughs> uh, they said, Park way away from the store. Any little bit helps. Any little bit helps us in your, in your lifestyle. And I was like, any little bit helps. Like, I'm taking that shit. Like, any little bit helps. And feel proud of any little bit you're doing towards your goals, towards what you're wanting. Like, that has been such a big deal for me. Because, yes, does it have to be all or nothing? No. Do a little bit. 
Give yourself a little bit more space, a little bit more in your window of tolerance, a little bit more love for you, right? All of that counts. But what for me, it really wasn't until I did the full belief process that I actually wake up. I mean, like, I, I don't have to like wake up and think, okay, yeah, that's right. I love myself and okay. And like have things that reflect that this is what I do. I just do. You could wake me up in the middle of the night and be like, who's the baddest bitch in here? And I'd be like, me. <laughs> Who loves herself? Me. <laughs> do you see what I'm saying? Like, it's it just programmed in my brain. Just like, think about this. Um, Why I talk about programming so much is because there's probably a of something in your life that you just have on lock. Like you, it's no problem for you. So I'll give an example of my husband. He, anytime he like starts to gain a little weight, he'll be like, oh, my pants are kind of tight. And then all of a sudden, poof, it's gone. Because he has this absolute belief that he's got his fitness down, that he can, um, uh, like, that there's, there's no like weird beliefs inside around his worth, around his weight on any level. He just goes, oh, my pants are a little tight. You know what? I don't want to buy new pants. So he probably just works out a little bit more and like watches his food just a tiny bit and poof, it's all gone, right? I mean, great. There's, he has good genetics too. So I'm not like downgrading like the struggles that some of us have had around our weights, but a lot of it is because his belief system is just totally different it's like no problem for him. So he believes it. So it's easy for him. Does that make sense? So there might be something like that for you where there's just a place that you believe in yourself. You have beliefs that actually work. You have beliefs that are actually pushing you towards what it is you want. And you and other people are always like, how, how are you doing this? This looks so simple for you. It's literally because your beliefs actually support that, right? So this is where it is, is when people start talking about how do I love myself and how do I do... <sighs> Because if you're here, right, if you, you know, because I made this whole entire course for you, if you're like crying in your closet, if you're craving that love and security and you need it so badly and you're clear that actually not having it is creating patterns in your relationships, in your life that aren't working, right? This is for you. Because the reality is there are ways to do this, right? The, did the books help? Did the events help? Yes, all of it helped. But it wasn't the permanent lasting change didn't happen until I actually did the fully belief process. And I've actually been thinking about putting together, literally showing you guys the belief process, right? So the whole thing takes longer, like as far as, cause then you do practices and then you have a whole place where you choose the new belief over the old belief. Like that takes time. That's why the course is 30 days. Um, but I was actually thinking of going through the belief process. So like if you guys are listening or you're on YouTube, let me know and see if you would like to, to like actually see what that belief process is like. Okay. Um, cause I'm thinking of doing it just like a small thing. Um, and basically like a workshop, right? Okay. So how I stopped tolerating bullshit was to start loving myself, right? Cause love is the medicine. I started to um, value myself. I started to be important to myself. I unfucked those beliefs, all those ones that said that I wasn't those things, that I wasn't lovable, that I wasn't worthwhile, that I was, um, only okay if everybody around me was okay. Right. I mean, like imagine the freedom of that. Like my husband can be upset now and, and I'm still okay. Right. Like it's not like my whole life is crashing down because of these beliefs now. And these beliefs, here's the thing is if, if you're like, listen to me and, 
so some people, like, actually when my husband was like, so what, I just do some affirmations and then boom, I can reprogram my beliefs. And I was like, well, here's the thing about affirmations is if you have these deeply rooted beliefs from childhood, I mean, like imagine them enmeshed through your whole spine and around your heart and, and you do some affirmations, is, is it really going to detangle all those beliefs on those roots? You know, it's harder for it. Again, any little bit helps. But for an actual lasting, what we do is we loosen the roots and loosen the roots and loosen the roots and loosen the roots until on that 21st day, you're like, and you take it out and you give it back to the earth and you then have that new belief you've chosen. That's the one that gets in there. That's the one where your brain is showing you these things. That's the one that is getting reinforced in your life. And that right there is how bullshit stops being tolerated without it being such a like continual pain in your ass. That's how it was for me anyways. So if you guys see yourself in this, I'd absolutely love you to get in the course. It's down there. And if you don't, then I hope you enjoyed this show because you are lovable as fuck just the way you are. And I will see you another day. To send me your questions or stories, email me at lovableafshow at gmail.com. If you love the show, please comment, like, and subscribe if you're on YouTube. And if you're listening on the podcast, please leave a review and subscribe to help me get this show in front of more women who need to know that they are lovable as fuck just as they are. Check out the show notes or go to belovableaf.com. That's B-E-L-O-V-E-A-B-L-E-A-F.com for more of how to unfuck yourself, love yourself, and be happy no matter your size. I said it before and I will say it again. You are lovable as fuck just as you are.